Own Your Creativity, Episode 15. Don't wait for the money. Don't wait that someone is going to give you a lot of money and only then you can make a movie. Just go and do it with whatever resources you have. You're listening to the Own Your Creativity podcast with me, your host, Elizabeth Johnston. And today I have a question for you. Would you like to be part of my show? I'm looking for catchphrases to follow the show intro you just heard. For example, you're listening to the Own Your Creativity podcast, the show that drives you out of your box, or the show that tickles your inspiration. Send in your catchphrases to info at ownyourcreativity.com, and if I use yours, I'll mention your name on air. Can't wait to see what you come up with. Hello, today we're going to be talking to Devinder Paul Singh. He was born and raised in India. He has dreamt of making films since the age of 17 and came to Canada to pursue his MBA at McGill University. For the past 11 years, he has been mostly living in Montreal, where the artistic ambiance, multiculturalism, and unique identity inspired him to become a filmmaker. Takeout was Devinder's first short film, which premiered at the Cannes Film Festival in 2011, and explored such diverse themes as multiculturalism and relationships in a postmodern society. It was also shown at other European film festivals. His second film, The Search, is a fantasy thriller and takes a complete 180-degree turn from his first film in terms of exploring a different genre and style of filmmaking. The Search premiered at the Cannes Film Festival in 2013 and won the prestigious FAP grant from the National Film Board of Canada. The Search has also played at five different international film festivals in Canada, U.S., Europe, and is still doing the festival circuit. Devinder is influenced by such filmmakers as Stanley Kubrick, Woody Allen, Alfred Hickok, Billy Wilder, Michael Haneke, Jim Jarmusch, and the Coen brothers. He is currently working on developing his first feature film project. Welcome, Dev. Uh, thanks, Elizabeth. My pleasure. I'm so glad that you're here. And I, I'm really interested in how you went from having an MBA to getting into filmmaking. And so maybe, and you can just elaborate a little bit more about that. As, as you, you know, as you mentioned in the beginning in my bio that I've been dreaming to make uh, movies since the age of 17. So obviously, even when I decided to come to Canada, do my MBA, uh, that, uh, that, that ambition was with, was with me all the time. Uh, you know, but at that time, I thought, you know, it's, it's, it's a good idea to first uh, establish myself in a more safe kind of a career. Uh, and then, you know, once I'm settled and, and I kind of knew even before I came to Montreal that Montreal is a very vibrant cultural uh, city. You know, it's, I knew that it's a kind of a cross between Europe and uh, North America. And I was, I was very much interested in coming there, even though I had, other options at that time to do my MBA at some of the U.S. schools, but I chose uh, McGill because somewhere I thought it will tie also tie up with my ambition of becoming a filmmaker. And so, you know, so that answers why I, you know, it's not that suddenly I was doing an MBA and I finished MBA and then I thought, okay, let's become a filmmaker. I, I, I mean, it was all in a way part of a big plan, you know. So uh, and and luckily, you know, Montreal turned out to be 
even more uh, uh, very very uh, you know more uh, culturally vibrant and artistic than I had uh, thought before coming there. So for the first few years, of course, I was busy with my MBA, trying to settle in a new culture in a new country. But as soon as I started getting some time, I you know I got into uh, watching more and more of uh, world cinema. Started taking little courses. Started talking to people who were in the business, and you know, and that's how you know the whole thing started. Sounds wonderful. So, what is your definition of creativity? Yeah, this is a very you know very interesting question about creativity, and I think uh, you know if I look at my if I look at my ambitions in my life and my motivations to make movies or you know to be, become an artist i think there are two main things i could think of uh, which define for me is the definition of creativity i think number one is that any creative uh, any creative venture or any creative uh, you know any cre- whether it's a painting or a music or storytelling or screenwriting or making a movie i think it starts from a very vague idea or just some kind of a little ambition somewhere just an, a thought an idea and how you do the journey from that very little idea which could have been in your mind when you were six years old or maybe 16 years old and how that whole thing one day turns into a full concrete piece of art like a movie or a painting I think that whole journey from going from from from, from starting from nowhere you know, where you have no idea where you're going, you know, this is all vague and unstructured and, and creating that whole very, you know, concrete uh, thing. I think that journey is very, very inspiring and interesting uh, for me. And I think that's the whole, uh, that's the whole uh, a sense of being a creative person. And I'm sure any creative person, go, you know, has the, no matter how they define creativity, that's the fundamental thing about creativity, you know, going from nowhere to create something, that journey of creating. So when you are done with that thing, let's say you finish the movie, you have you have edited the movie and now it's out for the world, out out to, then it, 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 it doesn't belong to you anymore. And then if you are a truly artist person or a truly creative person, you are actually now interested in doing something more than, you know, something different, something, another journey like that. So I think as long as you are doing that, that that defines creativity. The second thing is, uh, I think equally important is, as a creative person, as an artist person, I think somewhere consciously or subconsciously, you're always trying to find some meaning in your life, in the world around you. You know, I think any artistic, uh, 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 any artistic uh, venture or any 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 piece of art is basically trying to do that trying to find a meaning about, about who you are, what this world is, trying to make a sense out of everything. I think, for me, creativity is fundamentally about these two things. I love your first part of that definition where it's you go from nothing to something yeah. because I think that that's so encouraging for people out there, you know, that they don't have to start with something that they can start from nothing and develop it. You know, I think yeah, it's yeah. just so freeing. Yeah. It's so freeing. And I think that's, that's the whole, a whole essence and, and that whole journey is so that's what you will see a lot of times once you're done with the project, 
you just lose interest. You want to do something else, you know, and that's why it's so hard. And I keep saying that, uh, you know, that it's so hard to promote your work nowadays because you would like someone else to take over and do your promotion. But in today's time, because of the so much of, you know, competition and independent filmmaking happening, artists are forced to become salesmen. Like, yes. You know, like yeah. we are, we have, we have become salesmen too yes. now because there's no, no one has the time to promote our own work. But I believe in in a perfect world, we would just like to do our stories, our movies, and once we are out of it, just we just want other people to take over. So that's why you will see if you all the great artists, whether it was Stanley Kubrick or even in the present times, like people like Woody Allen, they don't like to be to promote their work. I mean, they have to sometimes because of the market pressures. But in a perfect world, they would just like to make their own movies. They, they, you know, so so all great artists are reclusive, I think, for the same reason because they just hate to talk about what they have already done. They want, right. you know, they want to do something else. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Wow. So, have you found uh, a time in your life where you weren't connected to your creativity and found that that it had negative effects on you? Yeah, you know, I've, I, I, I don't know if I can say one moment, but in a, in a way, like you know, if I honestly. Look at my uh, in the last five six years, I've been trying to make movies and you know being more creative. Is that you know uh, there was a time, couple of years, I would say when uh, I had kind of you know got a little distracted in a way, you know, trying to you know understand this whole film business and how I want to you know, uh, especially after finishing my second movie, Search. Once it was done, I was I've been wanting to you know do my next project after that. And because of the, you know, the worldly pressures and your own confusion, and sometimes you just get distracted. And I think I, I, that happened. And in a way, I got disconnected with my creativity. And I was not really doing anything really constructive, anything really creative. I, I was not able to give time to writing or learning new things. And, and I think when I look back, the lesson I learned was that I was doing it I was doing exactly what is very kind of anti, you know, uh, to the whole concept of creativity. I was trying to take control of things. You know, I was trying to be more controlling. Right. I was trying to control my life, control my career, and just not, and forgetting in the process that the most important thing is to just, you know, do your thing. You know, things will keep on changing. There will be pressures. There will be other you know, financial uh, pressures, which we, which all artists, I think, some in some point of life, uh, especially when they're starting out, they go through. But important thing is to just keep doing your movies or whatever you are doing. I remember when I was at Cannes in 2011, we had uh, this filmmaker, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, you know, the guy who made uh, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Uh, and, uh, you know, he said that, you know, there will be a lot of challenges, but the important thing is that you you have to keep making movies there will be problems there will be other issues but just just even if you don't have much money whatever money you have or whatever you just do just keep doing just don't don't you know try to wait don't wait for that you know big moment when you will have all the inspiration everything will work the way you want it to work and then make your movie because that might never happen so you have to work within the circumstances you are in and I think I somewhere forgot that great piece of advice. And so, you know, so I think that, uh, you know, that kind of answers that, how, you know, what happens when you're not connected to your creativity. Yeah. And 
what was that sort of moment for you when you realized that you had to get back to uh, a dedicated practice of your creativity and, 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 um, and make sure that, that you bring that back into your life? What was that moment for you? I, I, again, I wouldn't say that it was just one moment. I think it was after a series of failures in a way that you, 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 know, you finally admit, to, you, know, you finally realize Mm-hmm. Uh, that you know that you can only control up to a certain point, and you and you know don't wait for things to be perfect, and you know and uh, I think I think it happened uh, especially you know as we were uh, just discussing about that uh, I decided to you know uh, go back to like a full time corporate job and uh, you know and and when I was doing that. Uh, I, I realized that you know, uh, it, no matter what you want to, do, no matter what, how you want to control things, in the end there will be surprises. And and again, it, again, you know, you come back to the same point. So why not just, you know, go with what you have and just, you know, uh, and and just have some faith, some faith in the universe. You you may call it God, or if you don't believe in God, I call it universe, right? I mean, mm. have some faith in universe. That just take the universe will take care of you. You know, just keep doing what you are doing, and uh, you know, I think that realization happened gradually uh-huh. uh, in the last. I would say, especially in the last six months or so. Uh, yeah. And so, what have you decided to do now? Now that you those series of little aha moments have coalesced into this decision, uh, what are you going to be doing going forward? You know, like the first, the first thing I did was that uh, I recently attended uh, American Film Market, which is a you know very big, uh, uh, you know, it's a very very big uh, market uh, for uh, the for the movie movies all around the world. And you you go, I I went there, you know, I took I, I took four days off and went there and met so many people. And I knew that somewhere that you know that's gonna be inspiring. Because uh, you know, more you meet people and more you try to understand what's going on, it, it inspires. It, you know, it, it inspires you. And one thing I learned there was, you know, but one thing with the biggest thing which came out of that whole uh, four-day conferences was that you know uh, that the industry, uh, just because industry has become competitive or just because it's uh, it's so much de- demand, uh, so much supply of, of of movies, it doesn't mean that you have to just you know, get get so scared. This, the, the, you know, I met this gentleman who was a was a big producer, and he said, "Don't wait for the for the mama, for the money. Don't wait that someone is going to give you a lot of money, and only then you can make a movie. Just go and do it with whatever resources you have." Uh, so you know, and me uh, and my co-writer, we have been working on a uh, lot of scripts in the last two three years, and we are at the moment. You know, trying to put together something uh, concrete, uh, which hopefully you know would be my next project. Uh, at the same time, I'm also open to look for other stories, which would, which might come to my way. You know, I'm in touch with some other uh, other uh, other writers too. So at the moment, what I'm I'm just in a way looking for the right story, and but I'm not going to hopefully spend another two years. You know, to get the perfect story, which will win me win me an Oscar or something like that. You know, so I want to tell something decent. Uh, you know, and uh, uh, and I'm sure you know, uh, with whatever resources I have, 
we will do something good. Uh, and especially uh, the other thing which has happened, which, the good thing which has happened in the last year or so, my second short film, Surge, has started doing, you know, it's like it has kind of turned out like a sleeper hit now. Like yeah. When it first, uh, yeah, when it first finished, I fly to some festivals, then I got, just got lazy and just forgot about it. And then it started picking it up. And now, as you know, as you mentioned, has already played at the five film festivals. And next week I will be at New York. Uh, city where the movie is playing at a Philip Dick science fiction festival. Oh, that's in, great. Yeah, Congratulations. Yeah. yeah, thank you very much. In the heart of Manhattan. So they are going to show search as, as a full, you know, as a full, um, as, as in, in the full big screen, you know, in one of the very hi historic theaters. So I'm very excited about that. So I think all this has, you know, kind of is coming together well at the right time. So hopefully, you know, um, all that weight, which has happened since the time I finished search would be worth it. And, you know, uh, I, I probably won't have this conversation again. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I think it's so important what you did is in going to that four day conference and you, you mentioned that you had to take some time off work. And I think sometimes we just have to make those decisions that, uh, in order to re-inject ourselves yes, with that yes. inspiration. And we often get it from surrounding ourselves with, like-minded people people who are passionate who have ideas who have projects who want to do something and uh, it refuels us and yes, yes, and, and yes. I think it's so helpful yeah and especially you know when you go to AFM like you meet people they're amazingly talented people so many people and they're and you you think oh you know I, I'm 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 having this corporate career and and you meet their people who who who've been you know vice presidents of companies making half a million dollar salaries and they are leaving all that to do this, you know, so yeah. there's so much, and you see that you see so much passion and peep, so many people who have let go of their safe carriers just because they want to do this. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you meet so many people and then you feel that you are not alone, right? Yes. In your, in your struggle. So, so yeah, it's very inspiring. That's the whole reason I'm going to, uh, you know, in New York too, and hopefully, you know, we'll meet some more people and, you know, see my movie with a live audience. Uh, yeah. Lovely. Yeah, you never know what's going to happen, but nothing will happen if you don't get out there. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, you know, as Woody, as Woody Allen says, eighty percent of the success is just showing up. You know? Yes. Most people just don't even show up, you know, and then they <laughs> complain about life and success and failure. I, but I think it's 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 uh, you know all if you you know listen to everyone like you you don't you you're not going to have perfect you know for like every day or every project is not going to be perfect. But as yes. long as you keep doing it, you know, once a while something, you know, as you say, like aha moment happens, mm -hmm. so, you know, so it's the same with, the, you know, all the, all, all, all through your life. So we've come to the part of the show called the creative surge segment, which is just short answer questions. Are you ready, Dev? Yes, sure. All right. So what is the best advice you've ever received? I think the greatest advice I still think I have ever received or listened to is, you know, there is a very old uh, Stanley Kubrick interview. It's uh, it's an he he gave very few interviews. There was one interview where he talks about his uh, creative process and how he became a filmmaker. It was sometime around the time when the 2001 Space Odyssey was being made, and he and he said that everything in life, what he has learned is that you have to develop an inherent. Uh, inherent approach to problem solving. Uh, so everything he says is a problem solving. And unless and until you develop that inherent problem solving in yourself so that you can solve 
problems in any field, whether you want to make a movie, whether you have problems in, you know, in your life, whatever problems you are. And I think it's very relevant to filmmaking because filmmaking is all about problem solving, right? Mm -hmm. Right from the time you try to make sense of the story till the time you finish your movie, you have to take so many decisions. You have to encounter so many problems at every level. So I think that's the best advice I've ever heard that, you know, in life, you can't be, you can't prepare for specific problems because every time in life, problems will be different. Once, and once a problem is over, you are going to encounter a completely different problem, which you have not prepared for. So you can't prepare for specific problems, but you can, you can, you can prepare yourself to have a broader sense of problem solving for everything in life. I think that's the best advice. I think I try to, I, I keep, you know, keep reminding myself all the time. Uh, and then, you know, and then there are so many other, uh, you know, good advice, like even like, you know, when I was taking a course with you, you know, like in, a, in the screenwriting course, and I remember a lot of things and I think we, we, keep, we keep bringing them up, you know, about screenwriting, you know, about how to, you know, uh, the, the whole, the, you know, a lot of things I, I learned during your course and I, they keep, keep coming back to me. And uh, as you know, like sometimes when you hear it for the first time, you don't really get what it really means. But as you do your work, you know, uh, during your writing, so all these things come. So, so there's so many uh, such uh, advices you, ha you, you hear from people. But, uh, uh, you know, and then again, you, we already discussed about some of, the, some of the quotes, like, you know, 80% of the thing is showing up and just mm -hmm. keep doing your work and never give up. Right. You know, you know so like the, the age, you know, the old age, uh, things which which are relevant all the time right so for the benefit of our listeners I'll, I'll just say that uh, Dev took a screenwriting course with me uh, a few years ago and and I'm so uh, gratified to hear that the information that I imparted then is still useful to you and, yes. and keeps coming back because I think that it's true you know you learn something and um, you don't really understand it until maybe a year later or years later, you know, that yes, something yes, comes yes, up later. and it's like, oh yeah, that's what yeah. that meant. You know, like that. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I remember we had seen that uh, you had showed us this movie, uh, you know, uh, Bonnie and Clyde, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You, you I remember the very first scene, you said the very first five minutes of the movie, the way the whole tone is set up. Yes. You know, about the, about the story. Yes. And, and that defines the whole story till the end. And that thing, you know, like, uh, I, 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 I don't think I ever read that. The way you explained it or the way I got it at that point, mm -hmm. I don't think I've ever read that anywhere else. I mean, uh -huh. I've like, read other books on screenwriting, listened to so many people, but I think that, so, you know, so, so yeah, I mean, sometimes uh, at that time, I thought, you know, it's just one of the other, one of the many things you were saying. Right. But, you know, as I was writing and as I keep, I still watch movies all the time. I, I, I some subconsciously, you know, that, thing remains in me. Wow, that's so cool. So can you share one of your personal habits that contributes to your creative success? You know, like one thing which I've always tried to do in the last five, six years, I have failed as, you know, as we already discussed in detail for a couple of years, I was like a little bit distracted. But one thing I always do is keep on watching, uh -huh. uh, keep on watching movies, keep on reading good books so that at the very least, even if I'm not doing myself on my own, at least I'm, I'm, I'm aware of what's mm -hmm. going on, you know, so, so every, so my target is that every week I have to watch at least three new movies and good movies, oh. not just any movie, 
Yeah, so I think that that inspires you uh, so that, you know, you know what's going on and, and you always re relearn new things mm -hmm. about storytelling and how about how people are doing things. So so I think that's that's the bare minimum thing I try to do. Uh, and, you know, I so so that's one, uh, you know, one personal habit I can I can think of. Great. And what person inspires you to be creative? Oh, oh, you know, in personal life, of course, you know, like your friends, your family, uh, you know, I have mm -hmm. especially a couple of friends who are very, you know, who are more passionate about my career than sometimes I am, you know, and, and, <laughs> and they keep me, oh, when are you doing the next project? Do it, you know, we are. Oh, doing, lovely. You know, you know, yeah. So, you know, uh, and then, of course, you know, in terms of the artists, so many, you know, filmmakers, as you discussed, just in the beginning. Yes. So, you know, and there's not this those which you named there are many many more you know uh, yes. people so it will be hard uh, uh, but you know but again if i have to pick one person just one person again it would be stanley kubrick i think i think he was he was the, for me the best filmmaker ever in this world and i think he was a complete artist and you know just listening to him reading his even old interviews watching his movies keep inspiring me and and then very close would be woody allen you know as you as as you know, you know, I'm a big fan of Woody Allen too, but, but yeah, so I guess these two people have really, really, you know, inspired me the most in terms of my creative, uh, uh, creative life. And what is your favorite work of art? It can be any type of art, a film, a poem, song, sculpture, painting, whatever. Uh, it has to be 2001 A Space Odyssey. Ah, movie. okay. Yeah. yeah, because I think it's, it's a complete movie. Uh, it has, it has, the, you know, and as Stanley Kubrick used to say that, uh, any a film is a film medium is a complete complete medium in a way you know it has the storytelling it has the music it has the you know the 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 the, the, the photography it has everything and i think 2001 for me is is the best not only the best movie ever made but also a complete piece of art because it has all the elements you know yeah. of of a great great art art artwork you know mm -hmm. and it continues to inspire uh, you know because it more just be, it was just not about storytelling or filmmaking it was it was about life uh, you know it was about humanity it's about evolution of who we are and where we are going so i think that's definitely my favorite work of art and a favorite quote that inspires you again i i, I have to say a few uh, than just one but the first which comes to my mind is, you know, uh, is, you know, what Jim Jarmusch, the filmmaker says, he says that nothing is original, you know, uh, steal, steal from anywhere that resonates with your inspiration, you know, uh, which, and, you know, so it, it would, could come from your own experiences, your old movies, whatever, but as long as it is something authentic, not original, because nothing is really original, but he says that authenticity is invaluable. But originality is non-existence, and uh, you know. And then again, he further quotes, you know, uh, the filmmaker John Locke Godard, Godard, who said that it's not, it doesn't matter where you take things from, it's where you take them to. Ooh, you know? that's a good. So one. I think these, yeah, so, yeah, this is a great quote. And then again, another one by uh, um, by by uh, by Stanley uh, Kubrick is that uh, you know. Uh, if it if it could be if it can be written or thought it can be filmed oh. you, know, you know so he said like don't so he he believed that anything which you which you could think could be filmed you know so the, so 
so that like kind of you know really extends the 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 whole filmmaking medium because you hear this thing all the time that you you can't film everything or you know some of the stories can't be filmed but he believed that anything which could be thought or written could be filmed so i think that's uh, that's one of the you know one of the few really uh, great quotes and then again you know a lot of things by woody allen about art about life so you know but we i can go on so <laughs> Well, this has been so fascinating to talk to you, and uh, I want to go back and uh, look at all those films and, and read those uh, interviews and see those interviews again, because uh, you just reminded me of so much. It's been great talking to you. Same here, Elizabeth. Uh, and, you know, uh, again, uh, thanks for uh, inviting me. Uh, we've been in, in touch since the time, you know, I took the course, and it's always a pleasure to talk to you. Uh, and, uh, you know, I, I'm sure your readers would like to know that you also consulted on my second short film search. You were like a, a script yes, consultant. Yes. So yeah, so that was, uh, you know, that was very helpful. Oh, so yeah, so you have a wonderful rest of the Thank day. Thank you, you and, too. Thank you so much for listening to the show today. If you liked what you heard, I invite you to leave both a rating and a review on iTunes. Make sure to leave a comment and not just a star rating. I really enjoy reading your comments, and every so often, I choose a few of them to read on air, too. So, until next time, own your creativity. Uh-huh.